Okay, hopefully I don't sound too horrible. I sat down to record this episode and had like a 10-minute sneezing fit. Which I probably should take as a sign from the podcast gods not to go ahead and do this. And as usual, I record these in bits and pieces over like a period of time. So if suddenly like I go from sounding really stuffed up to sounding perfectly clear, then you'll know at what point my allergies uh, gave up on me. So, once again, Velvet Owl watches Baywatch Nights, so you don't have to. And I wish I didn't have to. But the truth of it is, I don't have to. So that just makes it worse that I do do this. But that's what I do for you. So, uh, this is Season 1, Episode 10. The 10th episode in the series overall. It's called Kind of a Drag. So, I don't know what it's about. Because I like to go into these episodes of Baywatch Nights completely blind. And I hope it involves David Hasselhoff in drag. Because, why not? That would just be fantastic. So, enough of my introduction. I'm just going to go and hit play and... Hopefully the sneezes will happen while I'm watching and not while I'm recording. So we start off with two hot chicks in a speedboat with a guy that looks like Will Ferrell's dad. Not dead, dad. Well, I'm... My allergies are slowly going down, so... Will my brain catch up and will my pronunciations get better? I... probably not. So they're in the speedboat and one of the hot chicks is like, I want to go for a swim. So she goes for a swim and finds a body. Oh no, that's <laughs> so scary. So they call in the Baywatch crew. The Baywatch Days crew, not the Baywatch Nights crew. So they show up in a boat and I don't recognize any of them. So I don't know if they're from like one of the seasons of Baywatch I didn't watch, which is all of them. I, I think I've probably watched, like, five episodes of Baywatch Days. Um, yeah, it, it was not a good show. But, hot chicks. But, I had very many episodes of Playboy that had different of the chicks from Baywatch. So that's really what I know. <laughs> so I know the Baywatch girls that were in Playboy. These girls... We're not in Playboy, so I don't know if they ever appeared on the actual Baywatch show or if they're just some extras that they hired for this episode. So they jump in and grab the body, which I think is a dead body. I'm not sure. And at first we think it's a woman body, but then they pull it on boat and the wig comes off and it's a man! Oh no. Are we going to get some gay panic in this episode? Because Baywatch Nights was like the 90s. So still plenty of like gay and trans panic happening at that time. So I don't know. But I mean they they did, they kind of played it straight though. Like when the guy took off the wig he's just like it's a guy. More as like a declarative okay it's not a woman. Not a oh my god it's a guy. Or it's a guy. I'm glad he's dead. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see how this 
episodes handles like gay politics and so I guess like we are gonna be dealing with drag queens in this episode and oh, I'm still like just so hoping for David Hasselhoff in drag because if we don't get that this episode is a huge failure now we've got David Hasselhoff running after chasing after uh con man I think he said and it's a very long chase and we get it. It's a chase long enough for us to get uh, the good old voiceover narration, because you know David Hasselhoff thinks he's like a noir noir detective, so we got to get the <laughs> over the overpass. Ah, yeah, the overpass. We need to get the overpass. He's gonna run to the overpass, right? No, we get the narration and talking about um, what was he talking about? He gave some John Lennon quote about plans and all that, and I don't know. Go Google John Lennon quote plans, and whatever quote you get, that's probably what uh, David Hasshoff was saying. And then the con man, he grabs a woman, a beautiful woman, and puts her in a headlock. And, you know, it's, I guess, his way of holding a hostage... Except, usually, like, if you have a hostage, you have a weapon against them to kind of be like, okay, you try to move, and I will shoot or cut them in the amount of time it'll take you to reach me. And the problem with a headlock is, by the time... David Hassel, especially David Hasselhoff, who just fucking leaps with superhuman powers anyway. By the time he gets to you, how much damage can you really do in a headlock? <laughs> like, that's the thing, like, I mean, what, like, okay, I don't want you to bruise her neck slightly, but this is David Hasselhoff we're talking about. So he leaps and sucker punches the con man who lets go of his hostage, and they fight within, uh, they're in one of those, like, souvenir stands or something, that has a lot of pictures of Madonna. A lot. Like, four. Which you might think, like, well, four is not a lot, but they're, like, four large prints of Madonna. And they take up, like, half of, like, the stand. Most of, like, the back of the stand. So, it's a lot. And I don't know, is there, like, some sort of, like, metaphor here some sort of secret uh symbolism of madonna or is it like some just bad attempt at cross promotion probably the latter now it's nighttime because you know the show is called baywatch nights most of it takes place during the day like and i still haven't figured out it- if he stopped being a lifeguard. So is he, like, still a lifeguard during the day and a detective at night, but still doing detectiving stuff during the day? I don't know. Because in a couple of the earlier episodes, he was still a lifeguard. And I think they've kind of dropped that because they realized, well, you know, we have to believe that David Hasselhoff at least sleeps a couple hours. But he doesn't. He's superhuman. Anyways, it's nighttime, and this guy's walking to his car. Then he gets attacked by a guy in a Nixon mask who just beats him to kind of like a bloody pulp. 
except I don't think they can show a bloody pulp. So he's kind of just unconscious or dead. Because Nixon mask guy is just pounding on him with a pipe. Well, some guy is playing saxophone. And there's smoke. There's smoke on where the guy is playing the saxophone. And there's smoke where the guy is getting beaten to a bloody pulp by a Richard Nixon guy. So I'm led to believe they are in the same area. And saxophone guy is just playing the saxophone. What? Seriously, you don't see a guy in a Richard Nixon mask committing assault? And you see it and you're just like, fuck that. I've got this great sax solo to play. And it's not a great sax solo. Because it's not fun, upbeat sax. It's bad, light, Kenny G shit type sax rock. <laughs> just, I don't know. I, I hate the sax. But why are you playing the sax? While this guy's getting beat up. Meanwhile, Hasselhoff has spent the night on the beach with that hot chick that he saved earlier from getting a slight bruising on her neck. And she's upset because, you know, he just, he won't open up. He won't share his feelings. And she tells him that he needs to get in touch with his feminine side. So, that is what we call foreshadowing. Yes. I believe that David Hasselhoff's going to get in touch with his feminine side by dressing like a woman. Which kind of isn't really what drag queen is about. So maybe not like full on drag queen. Just maybe more cross dressing. But you can't call the episode kind of a cross dress. You have to call it kind of a drag because, you know, it's a double entendre pun play on words so david hasselhoff is whining about you know his bad date and he just doesn't get it he doesn't understand this whole getting in touch with his feminine side what does that even mean garner however he understands because apparently he watches sally jesse raphael but right now he's too busy combing the sand because he's looking for some sort of badger metal or something and so there's all this talk and blah 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 and once again, I kind of just checked out, and eventually their dog finds the metal. They have a dog? I'm trying to think. Did they have a dog before in the series? I'm sure they did. One of them did? Must have? I don't remember. Anyway, someone's dog finds the metal, and Gardner's all happy, and he shares the good news with Angie Harmon, who's trying to eat her lunch, but Garner, he's just fucking trying to steal it. And I don't know why. It's not even, like, she has anything, like, appetizing. I, she's just eating, like, fruit salad. Like, get your own damn fruit, Garner. You just got paid for finding the metal. You can afford to get your own lunch. So the Hasselhoff Detective Agency goes down to Lou Rawls' club, and... There's a drag show getting ready to go on. Oh, no. And at first, uh, none of the detective agency seems to even realize it's that they're drag queens. They're just like, huh? There's Madonna and Cher and Dolly Parton and Marilyn Monroe, and she's dead. But one of the drag queens there is the drag queen that was found in the water, unconscious, so... 
<sighs> Thankfully, he's still alive. I am glad to know that. Uh, so we don't have homophobic uh, murder yet. Just a hate crime. Because apparently all the drag queens are getting death threats. Which doesn't surprise me. This is the 90s. Uh, it's going to happen. I mean, fuck, it still happens nowadays. So, you know. But one of the drag queens th thinks they can handle it on their own. And they don't need the Hasselhoff Detective Agency. But there's kind of a question of whether the Hasselhoff Detective Agency is going to take on the case. Because the drag queens can only afford $600. And the fee for a detective agency is $300 plus expenses. I... I don't know, do you... Wait, was it 300 per day? Or just 300 flat fee plus expenses? Because um, if it's just 300 plus expenses, like, come on. Are your expenses really going to go beyond 300? And, you know, just uh, take the case. Be good guys. And so while they're deliberating over this, Skilo comes on stage and does I Wish. Like... Like, seriously, just kind of out of nowhere. He just gets on the stage with some buddies and starts doing... And come on, you remember the song. It was fucking awesome. I wish I was a... I wish I was something. <laughs> exactly. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was taller. I wish I had a girl that looked good, I would call her. I think I screwed up the order of lyrics there. But you know the song. <laughs> and Skilo just... Kind of out of nowhere, just shows up and jumps on stage and does it. But doesn't get to get all the way through, because Lou Rawls is like, Oh, no. You guys go listen to some T-Bone. So, Lou Rawls, I guess, just not into that gosh darn hip-hop. <laughs> Seriously, it was just, it's so random. Like, hey, here's Skilo. And we don't even get told that it's Skilo. Um, so, I don't know if this was before or after... Skilo had a hit with that song. I, it would be fucking awesome if this was before, but no, because I I was still in grade school when I wish was like a big hit, I believe so, or junior high. And Baywatch Nights is kind of like uh, I was later high school era, so I think Skilo was already famous. In fact, I think it was probably at the tail end of. My one hit wonder was years ago, so I'm just gonna show up randomly on Baywatch Nights. I think he might have even just actually randomly showed up to on the set, and they're like, "Oh, hey, shit, it's Skilo. I kind of remember your song. Get up, we'll find something on the stage for you to do. We'll find something to do in the show. Just get up there and do your song." And Lou Rawls was unaware of this, and he showed up and like. What the fuck is this rapper doing? I thought this was the blues club. I want that white boy blues. Seriously, this club is mostly like white boy blues artists. And Lou Rawls is all like, Skilo, you ski on out of here. He didn't say that, but Hollywood, that's why you should hire me. Because I just thought of that off the top of my head. And that is a fucking awesome line. Now David Hasselhoff gets a call from someone telling him, Don't take the case. Or you'll be sorry. Like, yeah. You fucking killer. Like, I'm not just gonna kill drag queens. I'm gonna kill anyone involved with the drag queens. Um, 
my guess it's probably that drag queen that didn't want the Hasselhoff detective agency to help and he's trying to scare them off the case that's my guess we will see if I am right on this so they go to the head drag queen and okay he wasn't the one that got attacked in the water he was the one that got attacked by uh, the guy in the Nixon mask and they're asking like oh can you tell us anything else like well he said wait till your father gets home and this puzzles the Hasselhoff and the rest of the detective agency because they're like huh that sounds familiar but I can't place where um other than you know it being like a big cliche line of what mothers tell their kids <laughs> like isn't that like the big thing like wait until your father gets home and if not from that then damn well you should know it from the animated sitcom is it considered an animated sitcom it's an animated cartoon starring tom bosley wait until your father gets home featuring a fucking fantastic theme song like wait till your father gets until your father gets wait till your father gets home and i don't feel like stopping right now so i'm gonna ramble until i find it on youtube because damn straight i'm gonna play this for you youtube strikes be damned um yeah so i just remember i once randomly caught it on cartoon network and then they just started playing it and um it was kind of a dumb show but tom bosley anything tom bosley is great but yeah the theme song was just fantastic and i am trying to type and i can't think uh okay let's see if we got it here playing playing thanks special delivery it's the trial i have to be there at 10 tomorrow that poor boy daddy how can you be so oppressive blah blah the blah generations answered everything oh fucking hippies okay here we go here we go with the song Wait till your father gets home. Wait till your father gets home. Seriously, fan fucking tastic. I love that theme song. It's the greatest theme song ever. So, so, and I know it, and I'm a kid, but this was like from the 60s or 70s so david Hasselhoff, you damn well know that theme song so now angie Harmon pulls the short straw so she has to go talk to some guy who's all like super crazy and obsessed with his mom and is writing a screenplay about his mom and i don't know i feel like he might have shown up in an earlier episode and i've already forgotten him and blocked him out of my mind because god this guy's annoying i can't stand him 
I just watched it, and I'm already blocking him out of my mind. Meanwhile, the chick that David Hesshoff was trying to hook up with earlier in this episode, she shows back up, and, you know, she's all like, you know, I was just being a little too harsh on you, and, you know, and when's the last time you cried? And David Hesshoff's like, feel the dreams. Which, yeah, for manly men, there's only two times you cry. Watching Field of Dreams and watching Brian's song. Those are the rules. I didn't make those rules, and I don't follow those rules, but that's the rules for manly men. At least it used to be, as far as I understood. And she's like, you know, I've just been harsh on you. Oh, by the way, can I borrow your car? What? You, you're all upset because he doesn't you know, get in touch with his feminine side and you're going to forgive him just because you want to borrow his car. And Hasselhoff's like, sure, you can borrow my car. I've known you like a day. But sure, you can borrow my like expensive Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever. It's an expensive car. I'm not a gearhead, so I have no fucking clue what kind of car he drives. But it looks expensive. And he's just going to let this girl drive off with it doesn't even ask like where she's going with it um or ask to like leave a deposit to make sure she comes back with it you're very trusting Hasselhoff very very trusting now another one of the drag queens gets attacked by a Nixon mask guy who tells them wait till your father gets home and unfortunately Gardner is going to check in on the drag queen when he gets attacked by a Nixon mask guy from behind but he doesn't tell Garner to wait till his father gets home he just says I thought I told you to stay out of it so he must have been the guy that called Hasselhoff earlier and unfortunately since Garner didn't see who did it or know much because he got knocked out right away there's not much they can go on so Hasselhoff brings out a chalkboard writes stuff on it's kind of I don't follow his thought process, but somehow he jumps on to the fact that wait till your father gets home was a catchphrase, but not from the TV show, or at least the one that actually existed, but some other show starring the mother of the guy who's writing the screenplay about her, and so now my guess is that guy's the attacker, because, I don't know, apparently no one, or... Uh, it seems everyone in the drag queen community is doing an impersonation of his mother. So maybe he's like, oh, I, I can't stand that. Um, though, let, let, we can't rule out Skilo, who could be upset that he can't perform at the White Boy Blues Club, but the drag queens can. Wild Horse, just throwing it out there, Skilo could possibly be it um but yeah i don't follow hasselhoff's train of thought but okay whatever they're gonna set a trap but unfortunately all the drag queens are too scared to go for the the trap or to be the bait for the trap so huh who are they gonna get garner and angie Harmon. they're thinking how about hasselhoff and i'm like yes we are getting it. We are getting Hasselhoff in drag. And it's taken the majority of this episode, but we're getting there. Fantastic. 
So it falls on Angie Harmon to do the makeup for to turn Hess off into drag. I don't know why they can't get one of the drag queens who are like experienced in it and know what they're doing. Like, well, I guess you know they're probably still wondering. Like, hmm, one of them could be the guy who's going around beating up drag queens. So yeah, okay. And you know what? Angie Harmon does a pretty good job. And I gotta say, uh, Hesshoff, as a chick, doesn't look too bad. I, I'd i hit it. Um, but if it was someone random, I probably wouldn't. Just knowing it's Hesshoff, that is what drives me over the edge. And that's what gets me excited. It's like, oh yeah. But then the girl that he's been trying to bang her. I don't know if he has banged her yet this episode. She stops by because he forgot his keys. Because he left them in the car that he let her borrow. Which, like, seriously, you met her, like, a day ago? Probably two days at this point, but still. And she sees him in drag and it's like, whoa, no, I, I want none of this. You know, you're complaining that he's not in touch with his feminine side. And Hasselhoff calls her out on that. Good for you, Hass. I mean, Hoff. We call you Hoff, right? I'm going to call you Hass. <laughs> I'm going to be different. But good for you for calling her out on her bullshit. Because, yeah, she wanted you to get in touch with your feminine side. So you dress up as a feminine. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not for me. And I'm leaving. Which, by the way, did she come in his car? Like, when she drove over? So is she just taking her his car again to go home or whatever? Or is she getting a ride? Is she going to walk over there? So many unanswered questions. And really only Skilo can answer them. And where is he? Bring him back! And I don't mean just in this episode of Baywatch Nights. Bring him back in pop culture consciousness. He needs to become popular again. And Angie Harmon suggests to Garner to get in disguise to watch from the crowd and disguises be Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know. Are there many drag queens that do Whoopi Goldberg? Because actually that would be kind of interesting. I would go see a drag performer who did Whoopi Goldberg. You know, they all go for like the obvious, like the obvious ones. Um, Marilyn Monroe and Madonna and Bette Midler and all those other like fabulous women but who does Whoopi Goldberg you can corner a market here granted it's only it's limited only to the black drag queens you white drag queens you should know it should be obvious but you can't do blackface even if you're a drag queen so it's only the black drag queens that can do Whoopi Goldberg but I would love it I want to see a drag performer doing Whoopi Goldberg and so Hesloff gets on stage and he sings a song, not a very good song, or I don't know if it's so much the song's not good or just his singing is not very good, um, but hey, the Germans love it. But suddenly, from the backstage, Nixon mask guy comes and he's got a gun that he shoots. Um, previously, he's only hit people with like bats. But I guess Hasselhoff's singing was just so horrible. He's like, I can't even do bats. I'm fucking shooting this guy. And he shoots him. 
and Hasselhoff falls over, and we get a Hasselhoff upskirt shot, and I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Luckily, Hasselhoff was wearing a bulletproof vest, so he does not die. Oof. But then they hear more gunshots, and Angie Harmon's like, I better call 911. Wait, you didn't call 911 back when you... When Hasselhoff got shot and you thought he might be dead? Or did you know that he had the bulletproof vest? But even if you knew, why did no one in the audience call 911? They didn't know he had a bulletproof vest. As far as they knew, he's dead. Someone called 911 to at least, you know, if he needs an ambulance to get to the hospital. But no. What, just because he's in drag? You're at a fucking drag show, so you obviously... Don't have that bias of like, well, let the drag queen die. Why is no one calling 911? Anyways, Hesselhoff, because even though he's shot, he chases after Nixon mask guy, who's also in drag. And they chase and run, and then the guy who's writing the movies gets caught in the way. And it turns out that the murderer, or... Attempted murderer, because he hasn't killed anyone. Except possibly that person in the beginning of the episode that was found dead. I I don't know if that's been tied in. They kind of just, like, forgot about it. Like, no one's talked about, hey, one of the drag queens is dead. Apparently the drag queen didn't even get... Or the drag queen, like, wasn't dead and then got attacked by Nixon guy. They have not clarified that. And I want clarification. Not really, because they probably did clarify that, and it was one of the moments I zoned out. But anyhow, the... What did I last say happened? So, the guy... Yeah, well, whatever. The guy in the Nixon mask is the drag queen that said, we can take care of this ourselves, we shouldn't, or we don't need the Hasselhoff Detective Agency to get involved, and yes... I called it! Back when we first... When he first uttered that line, I said, I bet he's the killer. I nailed it! And granted, I've also, like... Said, like, four other people in this episode, including Skilo, did it. So, but that's that's the trick. Is you just kind of point to everyone and say they did it. And you're right. Just ignore that you're wrong on all the other ones. And just focus on the one you got right. And uh, Hasselhoff overpowers him and something and I don't know. And the guy writing the movie is all super happy and is this over yet? I still got a couple minutes. Okay, guys, wrap it up. So Hasselhoff Detective Agency, they're at the club and they're like, well, we made 600 bucks. That'll almost cover the rent. So guys, this isn't about the money. You do your detective agency because you care. And because of the money. <laughs> Which you seemingly don't really get paid very much because every episode you're kind of like complaining about you don't have money. But anyhow, then a drag king shows up and kisses Hasselhoff on the, the, right on the mouth. Right in the kisser. Kissed him in the kisser. And it's the chick that he's been trying to bang all episode, or possibly banged. And, you know, 
She's like, well, you know, Hasselhoff tried to get in touch with his feminine side. I'm going to get in touch with my masculine side with this fake mustache. And then she takes it off. But I know deep in Hasselhoff's heart, he's thinking, put the mustache back on, baby. Because, you know, I mean, if we're really honest with ourselves, every single one of us, when we kiss someone, we're thinking, man, I wish this person had a mustache. And if they do have a mustache, you're thinking, man, I wish this person had an even bigger mustache. Yeah. (laughs) And then Lou Rawls gets on the stage and sings. Which is better than, like, most of these episodes that end with, like, a white boy blues band. Which, I do have to wonder. You've got Lou Rawls on the show. He's in the cast. How are you not ending every episode with Lou Rawls singing? I just, if I had Lou Rawls in the cast, I I would have him sing. And maybe, you know, he doesn't want to, like, sing every week. Well, that's why you film, like, one set of him in one night, and then you chop it up and use one of the songs every week on the episode. So, yeah, like, why aren't you doing that? So, but anyways, this episode gave us David Hasselhoff in drag, and... A surprise performance by Skilo, which I think saved the episode. Uh, episode would have been kind of bleh, but we got Skilo doing I Wish. And boy, I wish, haha, <laughs> pun pun, I wish that Skilo would show up in every episode. You want know fuck ending up every episode with Lou Rawls? I want every episode to end with Skilo and only performing I Wish. Don't, don't perform any of your other songs. I have never heard another Skilo song. He might actually be good. I don't know. I should get on this. I should find out, is Skilo any good? But, yeah. So, I've got ten episodes of Baywatch Nights down, and way too many still to go. VelvetAl at Hotmail.com if, for some reason... You want to contact me or leave a comment in the comment section if you're like on the YouTube page or if you're somewhere where there is comments. I don't know because I'm on Spotify and I'm on YouTube and I think like on other like platforms that kind of connect all together. But I mean, Spotify and YouTube are the only things I really care about. I'm sorry if you're listening to it on one of the other platforms, but that platform sucks. Anyhow, contact me if you feel the need to. I love you guys.